What's the karate in the garage? McCory Cope? Freddie Wallace. Mm, guess, oh, I'm going to hit record again on the roadcaster. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, so it is Kickstarter for you for Monday, the 19th of February, 2024. What the hell, man? Yeah, well. It's been a week since the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl. So, so, so we recorded before the Super yeah. Bowl. Dude, my bet paid off. <laughs> it was a much closer game than I thought it was going to be, honestly. And and oh, like you talked about, Niners had the game, dude. <laughs> they had they had the game. Had it, but youth. Here, but yeah. here's. Let me ask you this question: Did you ever, for one second of that game, think that the Niners were actually going to win? No, no, because I didn't. I mean, as much as I wanted them to, and. When they had, you know, everyone's like, oh, 13 to three. Blah. I'm like, okay, well, that's fucking a turnover and two touchdowns and fucking the Chiefs will blow this fucker wide open. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just never felt like the lead was safe, uh, you know. No. It, you know, it just didn't. They it didn't felt take like advantage. the Chiefs could win anytime they wanted and the Niners had to play fucking perfect football. Perfect on both sides. And they just couldn't yeah. do it. They had the yips. It was like Charles Barkley at the golf course. They were big time preventing, dude. Like you guys, you guys need to just like do something. Yeah. And what did I say about prevent defense? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, don't prevent defense when you're you're only up thirteen to three. That's not a good thing. No. Yeah. No. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah. It was tough. It was. It was a yeah. tough loss. And uh, you know, I don't know that. Um, I don't know that the Niners. I don't know that we're going to see that that team back. Uh, next year, like you know, all those pieces. No. I feel like it's about to get blown up. Ayuk, yeah. Debo, Samuel, probably not there. Um, they're going to lose some pieces on defense. Right. Are they going to keep? I mean, they got to keep McCaffrey, right? I mean, I don't know what his contract situation is, but there you go. Um, halftime show was pretty dope, though. I mean, uh, yeah, it was all right. All the peeps that I thought would be there and more showed up. Yes, bets. Get your shit down, Usher. Get on, Usher. Ursher, as I'd like to say. So I was reading an article about that, you know, and I don't know if this is for everybody, but I mean, er, for Usher, I get it. But like, no, I can't see this being true of Gaga or, or other more contemporary successful artists as opposed to not having a charted song in 15 years. He only got like flat union on that, like 600 bucks. And I and I guess uh, it's people would say, oh, they, they do it for exposure. I'm like, well, I mean, for <laughs> for him, whatever. But when like when Prince did it, Prince didn't need exposure. Gaga didn't need exposure. Uh, so I don't know what that kind of phrasing means. But apparently, it was he. You know, he dropped a new record two week, two days before the Super Bowl. You know, he has a tour that's going on, not just that residency. Again, was temporary in Vegas, which right wasn't even a long residency by Vegas standards. And uh, because of the exposure, they added a whole bunch of new dates. Apparently, he got, again, I guess you can quantify this with the actual dollar amount, but apparently he got $51 million worth of exposure from playing the Super Bowl. But, um, I mean, that's a prestige thing to a certain degree, too. Yeah, and, dude. Like, it, yeah, come on. That That's what it, I mean, it's like you almost do it for free. It's like yeah. somebody asks you, you just do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you got to pay for it. It's not like you have to pay to be on this interval. <laughs> so, I mean, what the hell, man? Yeah. Some, I mean, some artists go on the show and, and go and do the halftime show and like go out of pocket because they want to put on a great show because it means so much to them. 
to to do it and they can afford to i mean put put, put a few million down and make it a better show not that prince did that cuz prince doesn't need to i know i keep bringing up prince when it comes to halftime shows but it's the i mean it's that's the apex that's the gold standard man yep it's the gold standard the two the two most talked about super bowls yes halftime performances prince yeah. janet jackson and another guy. Yeah, Janet and JT. Yeah. All right. Off the uh, sports talk is over. Over. <laughs> hey, so February 20th, which is tomorrow, we there's some good optical titles that are so on our wheelhouse. Yeah, we got a 4K Leviathan and we got a 4K Darkman coming. Yeah. Yes, we do. And both, both come in different flavors. Um, but the cool thing is, um, Leviathan is getting a, a keynote putting out a re-release of that struck from just a standard Blu-ray struck from the 4k. So that's even cleaner because their, their previous copy was really nice anyway. Uh, is that Kino? Is it shout? I know it was shout, but I mean, yeah. like the previous Kino did release deep star six. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and deep rising. So now they've got all of them. Let's confuse it all. Oh, but. I love that Kino's always so good about using the original art. Yeah. But in this case, this, with the Leviathan, that's Kino. But Darkman is Shout. So they're kind of going head-to-head with two big 4K releases in in genre. And I know a lot of people are... I think most people have one, have both. Yeah. As far as the yeah, on their list of enjoyable. I feel like, sure, Darkman probably... More people will be like, yeah, I love Darkman. But there is a secret society of fucking people who love Leviathan. <laughs> yeah. As I found out uh, recently when I worked over at Legacy. <laughs> really? There's a whole, dude, yeah, dude. And uh, there's some, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you off mic uh, things. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know that, I don't want to spoil it in case it's, uh, you know, on one of these discs. That is a time when those shops, all those shops were flourishing and they were, they were all bidding for the same work. All of them, like all of them were just going hard, you know, with Winston, K&B, um, Baker shop, right there. They were all going hard on, on all the bids for, for creature movies or anything that required special effects makeup. So I'm not surprised to, to hear well, well here <laughs> yeah. I'll just tell you but you can just cut it out or not I mean I don't know but uh, so the deal Dino basically said to Stan if you can fucking get my movie out before the abyss if we can get this done I will get Pumpkinhead released because Pumpkinhead was already in the can and they just didn't have a oh. distributor well there you go Dino you know so Dino said if you can come in at this number and get this done I'll get your movie released wow <laughs> so without Leviathan and Stan Winston working on Leviathan there'd be no Pumpkinhead that's just, that's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't have to put this in the episode. I'm just telling you, because no. I was, I was kind of fucking gobsmacked. I was like, what? I mean, it makes sense, but I was yeah. just like, holy smokes. Yeah. Well, we had, a, we had a recent conversation, but really it was just a single, two single line texts with each other about, about George Cosmato's favorite movie, our favorite movie from George. Sure. <laughs> just leave it at that. You guys can figure out what it is. And, yes. and, and I'm being, Sarcastic. <laughs> Stop being facetious. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So the dark man. Does what? Does the dark? What is on the dark man? I didn't even look at it. Is it, please tell me that like dark man and dark man two are also on there. <laughs> oh no! Just as like bonuses. No, I don't think so. 
I think I think the shot releases the the 4K is just has all the stuff that the the bonus material that they have for the um for the regular release from the previous release from ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I don't think I bought. I think I just I think I just have the original. I think I bought like a three pack of Darkman movies back in you know, the DVD days because I kind of secretly enjoy those other two. They're terrible, <laughs> but they are kind of fun. They're Darkman. They got Jeff Fahey in one of them. Yeah, the what I really liked about the that shot release they had like at the time ten years ago. It'll be ten years ago. Oh shit! Ten years ago today. Today's February eighteenth. <laughs> ten years ago today is the one that that shot release came out. Crazy. Um, there was new interviews with Liam and Francis McDormand. Larry Drake had an interview. Our buddy Tony Gardner did who did the makeup design for it. He has a new interview, and then actors Danny Hicks and Dan Bell. And then production designer Randy Sarah, Phil Dargett, they did both. The, they both have uh, interviews on there. And then the original commentary, I'm going to assume from the DVD days, right? Bill Pope did the yeah audio commentary. That's a, that's a rad commentary having Bill Pope do it, and it's just him. It's not like Sam's not on or anything. So that's a cool one. But no, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's all the same stuff that's on there. It would make sense as they're putting both movies out. But I don't know. I'm double checking that right now. Uh, what the fuck? Shout. Shouts piss me off, man. Yeah. Well, you know, their, their site sucks. They'll do that. Yeah. It's funny, man. Their site doesn't excite me ever. I mean, it's funny because I get bombarded with so many, like, uh, you know, notifications when things are coming out and how that, like, it's, I, I feel like a shout is like something that, unless it's something off the fucking beaten path, right. I don't really even acknowledge it. Like, I think the last time I remember, like, being like excited by a shout when I saw a shout factory thing was for, it was last year. When they released Sydney Lamette's The Morning After with uh, Jane Fonda and Jeff Bridges, I was like, oh, well, that's an interesting title. <laughs> because everything else is, there's like every other, you know, that's the other thing about a lot of these boutique things is like, there's a, now you kind of have to choose which one you want. Right. Like, which, who are you going to give your dollars to? You know, because right. they're all kind of dropping the same. Must be licensing. It must, you know, must be a licensing thing. Like it just goes like public domain or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Right. And they all just scramble to put something out. Right. Okay. So the 4K is there on Dark Man. Josh Rubin, who who uh, directed both Werewolves Within and Scare Me, you know his face too. He's got an auto commentary because he's a massive fan of Dark Man. So he did that. And then there are actually new deleted scenes. So how about that? Hmm. Who knew? God help. And there's a steelbook of it too. So it's not just the 4K. You get the store, uh, 4K steelbook. And it's not exclusive anywhere because you can get it at Amazon or Shout or wherever. So, yeah. Amazon. So there's some new stuff. And, and then all the stuff I mentioned before, all those interviews are on there. Yeah. Right. Are they, I wish they did the interview Arnold Vosloh. <laughs> <laughs> Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Just for shits and giggles. Uh, there's some crazy, so I, I don't want to forget this, but there are a whole bunch of, they got like a $130 specialty release too. What? So it's got all the crap on we just mentioned, but it's got like lobby cards and a poster and all its crap. But ironically, it didn't sell out because <laughs> it's expensive, man. Who's paying $130 for anything dark, man? Not me. No. But it was funny, like we talked about, Darkman 2 and 3 are have shot releases, so I'm curious as to why they didn't do like a a three-pack. 
Yeah, weird. Like, uh, you know, I bet we'll get a two-pack for the other two, you know, kind of like they do with most films that have, like, kind of straight-to-video sequels. You'll get the other two to sandwiched together, maybe, on one Blu-ray at some point. I, I, I would know. guess. Yeah, because they put them both out at the same time back in 2017. So, I don't know. It's weird. Crazy. But as far as Shout goes, this is their fourth Fifth. This is their wait, one, two, fourth. This is their fourth Sam Raimi movie because you have Army of Darkness. Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell. Uh, Dark Man. Actually, just the three. But they have so many different flavors. Dude, when <laughs> are we going to get a simple plan? Fucking, that's what I would like is a simple plan and the gift deluxe. Those are the two Sam Raimi movies that I need. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember Simple Plan had something coming. I thought, I thought, didn't I read that? Oh, no, no. It's just one of those placeholders. I could have sworn I saw something happening with that. But it was it is definitely one of those smaller ones. I and I mean even smaller than VS. I don't even think vinegar was even considering it. Right. Or somebody else was, yeah. Right. You know, when you when you see a really small boutique that you've maybe heard of once or twice and you hear they're they're gonna be doing it, you, you know, and it's coming down to budgetary things and just they they just run out of money or don't have as much pull as you think you do. <laughs> like going to American movie market, right? <laughs> right. I got this poster. I got no money. Sorry. Give me some money to make this poster. Photoshop that shit. Just take some elements, throw them together. As long as they, you know, just get the words <gasps> right. Yeah, man. There's uh do platoon, Oliver Stone's platoon, steel book. Yeah. That's yeah. coming out. Like I mentioned recently, it's a Walmart exclusive. So the thing, okay. So I didn't t- say, talk about this already. So I got my Lords of Dogtown 4K Blu-ray. I'm sorry, it was not 4K. Just a standard Blu-ray steelbook. It's nice. The artwork's really cool. Um, but it's super plain Jane. Um, I haven't watched it yet, so I can't tell you what is actually content-wise on the disc because there really isn't... It's definitely a budgeted a budget thing. The back of the card didn't like say anything that's on there. You know what I mean? Right. I meant to look a little bit closer at the disc to see if it had a, like a... You know, a manufacturer date that was earlier than 20, 2024. But it's it's really nice. But this isn't this isn't that kind of thing yet where we were seeing at Best Buy where they were super limited because that Super Eight one came out a couple of years ago and they still have that and it's technically an exclusive there. So who knows? I don't know. But it's good it's there. But Platoon one is that did that exist in four K before this? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I, I own, I own the regular blue of platoon, which, uh, I don't know, man. Oh yeah. Shout select, dude. It's a shout. Yeah. 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 2022. That's a title I'd be excited about. Shout platoon. This isn't the first steelbook release of theirs. Cause they put one out in 2018 for standard for a fork for a 4k, um, release on that. But that was off a standard blu-ray. And then this current one is again shout again. So, dude, shouts really take advantage of their shit. So I'm gonna guess that this is just a steel book of that 4K release from 2022. I'm gonna guess. Sure. Yeah. Hey, did you talk about last week? I can't remember. Did you mention that Footloose Steelbook had come out last week? I think I brought it up. Yeah. The 40th, I don't know, last yeah, 40th, week 40th anniversary. Dude, that's so crazy. 40 years yeah. ago. Footloose. Yeah. Everybody cut. <laughs> Our first, our first fucking, this is where America fell in love with Kevin Bacon. (laughs) The world fell in love with Kevin Bacon and Chris Uh, Penn. Did you know know the five car studs getting a 4K release? Yeah, fuck yeah. I totally know that. I love five car stud, dude. It's pretty great, man. I haven't seen it in eons, man. 
Uh, dude, it's one of those movies that used to come on after football when I was a kid, like on NBC. We now return you to Five Card Stud, already in progress. Is that the first movie Yafakota was in? Oh, maybe. Yeah, so, it so sounds we did right. A little mini, that mini uh, tribute to him. Right. Did, the mini obit. Okay, I'm going, I'm checking this right now. I'm looking. Dude, you know what's awesome is that Warner Archive is putting out all those animated fucking things too, like Yogi's Great Escape and Yogi and the Invasion, Yogi and the Magical Flight of Space Goose, <laughs> the Spruce Goose. Uh, dude, I love these things, dude. Invasion of the Space Bears, all that shit. Five Card Stud 68. Oh, he's in the Thomas Crown Affair, the original. Oh, I guess that's right. Yeah. I think we both sound surprised about that when we did wow. this obit. <laughs> Crazy, dude. And Five Card Stud was after that, and then more TV, and then came back. And I think the first thing he did back in the theater again was, I want to say it was to live in, no, no, yeah, across 110th Street. So that was the last thing. Across 110th Street. Little Bobby Womack for you. So what you were saying? <laughs> oh, I was just saying all these fucking Warner Archive fucking uh, late, mid-80s yes. uh, animated movies are yes. coming out. Yep. That's yep. pretty dope. Yeah. That, you know, on Blu-ray, who, who would have ever thunk that? Warner Archive's been really good about that because all these, these all got released in 2011 also on standard DVD. So they've, again, this is what we're seeing with Disney putting out uh, Disney Plus exclusives on, on, on optical just... Because they weren't making any money during the strike. Oh, sorry. They weren't making as much money during the strike. They don't say it right. So, but I actually own um, on VHS style Ghoul. Ghoul School is great. I mean, all of those, those Scooby-Doo's are really good. All three of the, uh, the Reluctant Werewolf, Ghoul School, and the Boo Brothers. They're all really good. Yeah. I mean, these are all fun. These are super fun. But then the OG stuff is is more, uh, they're trying to do spinoffs of Judy Jetson. Oh, yeah. Between Scooby-Doo movies and Yogi Yogi Bear movies, man, they, they were making these things like a motherfucker. They used to yeah, just totally. put these things out. Like, Top Cat got his own movie, man. Come on. <laughs> Who doesn't love Top Cat? It's, it's funny, too, because like, these were all like straight to VHS, all yeah, of these. Yeah, absolutely. I can tell you when, when I worked in retail, those things would sell out fast. Yeah. yeah, dude. Everybody I knew who had kids, dude. I mean, again, you know, it's your was your babysitter in the eighties, late eighties, nineties. You know, <laughs> if, you, if, if anybody, if you had little brothers, little sisters, nephews, whatever, dude. Literally, it's like there's a stack of videotapes, and you just change them and yeah, you know, it's like that shot from the. Um, I always think about the shot from the Twilight Zone, the movie, <laughs> right where the girls watch a TV. She turns around, she has no yes. mouth. <laughs> yeah. Because that little Anthony bastard. We just recently mentioned Hardware Wars, and I can't remember what, what the context was, but our friends over at MVD oh, yeah. are doing an MVD Rewind, and they're putting Hardware Wars out on Blu-ray. I think it was we talked, because we just talked about the kind of crazy shit MVD, you know, had been putting out. And, and I think, did you say... I made a reference to some Star Wars goof, and I couldn't remember. Yeah. I thought it was another movie, and I'm like, or was that Hardware Wars? I think is what I said. Yeah. Yes, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I remember because we both had, we both kind of laughed. Is this the shortest retail Blu-ray ever released? Because it's, it's just the short that's on there. There's no mention of anything else being on here, just in the 13 minute short. Well, maybe it's weird, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you could hopefully you could get John Carpenter's space opus, Dark Star. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dark Star. 
Uh, yeah, I like I love it for what it is. Absolutely, exactly. I'm not disappointed in what it is. It's like you just embrace it for what it is. The oh hey look the John Waite doc that we talked about a while back, hard way. It's good. Yeah. It's getting a physical release, which is good because yeah. you know I think it already disappeared from wherever I watched it from because I was trying to explain it. I was trying to tell somebody about it, but that motherfucker was gone. Look, so look, dude, go to go to. Go to February 26th and you'll see the Hollow Man Steelbook is there. What is this bullshit? Yeah, what the hell? Right next to the Creep Show Steelbook, um, which probably doesn't come out either. No. Yeah, I don't understand that. And by the way, the 26th, what the fuck is that, dude? Right. That's like... Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a week from... It's on a Monday. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's all jacked up. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of misinformation here. I hear the thing though, but the, I think all of those are Walmart exclusive. That creep show, Anaconda, yeah. and I know what you did last summer. Yeah, they're all. Are they all Mill Creek? No, no, because that didn't we say that Hollow Man was no. Oh yeah, it's all Milk. Yeah, it's all Mill Creek, dude. All these Walmart, are all of them. Are. Yeah, they probably are right. Oh I no, the shout the shout on the creep show. Yeah, I was just looking at creep show. It says shout and factory Anaconda, and Anaconda is Mill Creek. Oh yeah, that makes yes. I know that is because I saw it. it there is a um, what do you call it? The VHS retro of Anaconda. Did you see on the 27th, though, in 4K? No. Vinegar Syndrome's Southern Comfort. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. And I love that fucking cover, dude. Remember I told you about because when I was going through no, the no, Vinegar no, Syndrome but I thing. Mean, this is the first yeah. time I've seen the final art. I hadn't seen it before. Yeah, it looks dope. Yeah. I was going to mention, dude, that Red Rock West is fucking <laughs> yeah. possibly one of the best uh, packages I've bought. Obviously, <laughs> it is the best I bought last year, but because <laughs> you bought nothing. <laughs> uh, but man, it is—it's so good. Like, there's so much great stuff on it, and uh, I forgot just how fucking good the movie is. Because it's one of those movies that I have the uh, original DVD, but you know, it's no frills and it's, it doesn't look that good, and it also doesn't sound very good because right. it's a DVD. But this thing, damn, yeah, more than makes up for that mess. Yeah, so. I know we're jumping ahead because we've already, but we already mentioned what's going on next week. The Vinegar Syndrome is also releasing Never Surrender, that documentary about Galaxy Quest. Right. I thought that would be tagged onto something. I didn't think they were doing a standalone release of that. Yeah, no doubt. I thought that would definitely be a uh, like an extra on a, um, on the 20th anniversary of uh, Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. When we get there. Oh. Are we there already? We already had the 20th anniversary. And 25th, maybe? <laughs> 25th, perhaps? The 25th anniversary? Might, no, no, might be no, no, close. dude, it's the, it's the 25th this year. It is, right? Because it came out in yeah, 97 yeah. or 98. Yeah. 98. 99. That's why, that's what 25 plus 99 is. Oh, correct. Yeah, I'm fucking tell, like I said, I'm bad math. So I'm fucking art department. <laughs> Quickly, I just want to throw out a few titles that have jumped onto the radar at Vidiot's. If you're here. Yes. Some one-offs got added to the list, dude, and they're, and they're fucking bold choices again. God, I love the fucking programming there, dude. Yeah. This coming weekend, dude, I'm just going to start. I'm just going to start again. I know we've already mentioned Muppet Treasure Island, but everybody should go see Muppet Treasure Island. I don't yep. care how tough guy you think you are, uh, or if you're, you're never too old for the Muppet Treasure Island, which is next Saturday, right. or this coming Saturday, February the 24th at one fifteen. The other things, Philadelphia Story, Grease 2, we talked about, but they did add a screening of Action Jackson at 9.45. Mm-hmm. If you missed the one last weekend, 
here's your shot to see Action Jackson with Carl motherfucking Weathers yep. on a big screen. Dude, and then Sunday, probably my favorite Disney movie <laughs> of the last 40 years, The yes. Princess and the Frog. Fucking great, dude. So good. I, I literally, th- I had to do double take, and then I had to say, and then I had to look at it and say, is that the one I'm thinking? Is it the, is that? And I thought, oh, no, it can't be. It's like, the, that's like the princess and the swan. And I'm like, no, nope, that's the one. Yeah. It's the proper Last hand-drawn masterpiece from Disney. Yep. It's funny, too, because it's, because right now, but both Disney World and Disneyland, the Splash Mountain ride is being redone up and pulled out their old racist bullshit and <laughs> Princess and the Frog is their theme. And uh, that, I mean, it's always been the perfect choice because it, it yeah. really fits, fits really well. I don't know what took them so damn long. I fucking adore this movie. Keith David. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I know. Everything about this movie. I still own the, I, I mean, I this is the only one of my the DVDs I kept from the, this and Pinocchio. Well, actually yeah. I have the Pinocchio Blu-ray, but I kept the Princess and the Frog, just the DVD because I was like, because it has so much great shit on it. It's when they were really putting effort into their DVDs in Disney. Yeah. Back when, they, nice, back when they yeah. remember they can make money doing it. Yeah, back those nice packages, good, good packaging, <laughs> fucking good extras and shit. So I don't remember, we talked about, but I'm a cheerleader. Yep. But some other things that jumped on, uh, American Movie. Yep. Chris Smith's American Movie. Uh, Monday the 4th. Uh, Fresh. Yep. March, Friday, March 8th. To Sleep With Anger. <laughs> uh, a week from A week from tomorrow. Uh, yeah, man. They just keep bringing it. Boom. The hits keep coming. Yeah. Fresh was one of my favorite movies from 2022. It was, it would end up being one of those straight to Hulu things. Cause it was a, I think, I think it was a searchlight movie. So it got, it would get all tied up in that, the sale to Disney from Fox. Oh yeah. And if you, and if you go to the screening, Mimi Cave is going to be there. Yes. And there, there's a bunch of, bunch of the actors as well. Yeah. There's a few actors and those, those three people that are mentioned there, they're all, well, I don't want to spoil the movie because if I if I tell you who they are, then I spoil the movie, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, uh, if you've never seen the movie before and you're in town, um, wait. But I think it's still on Hulu if you don't live in L.A. So, Also, um, don't be confused when Samuel Jackson's not in this movie. Yeah, because he's not. <laughs> That's a different fresh. Sebastian Stan has, had, has taken on two parts in the last couple of years that I really have been just... He didn't, he, he just put it this way. I really think that Sebastian Stan is like, I'm not going to sit there and ride these Marvel coattails. It's nice to keep having all this money coming in doing the Winter Soldier stuff and whatever. But Fresh, his part that he plays in Fresh and then playing Tommy Lee and, and, and Pam and Tommy is so, I mean, he's so fucking great in it. But he's a solid dude. He's a, he's a really good performer. And I think he's fantastic and fresh. And again, very much a divert part. Dude. Yeah, man. Like, just go right back to uh, what was the uh, the movie about uh, the ice skater? It's, it's escaping Tanya. me. Tanya. <laughs> I t- I Tanya. Tanya. I Tanya. Um, <laughs> I Tanya. Yeah, that's it. Like, ice skater movie. Um, but yes, I mean that's kind of the first time I noticed the dude, and I thought, God, this guy's great because he's he's he, what I love about him is he, again he's a handsome dude, but he doesn't hide behind his looks. Like he's not oh. afraid to like he's not afraid to like to make himself ugly or unattractive or weird looking or, you know, he just goes for it. And he's, you know, he's usually a lot of fun no matter what he does, you know, and nobody even thought, you know, Tommy Lee's like six, four and Sebastian Stan's like five, 10. No one yeah, cared. Yeah. yeah it doesn't That's matter. That's how good he was. No. 
And it's funny too when and you did you ignore all that stuff, but he's so fucking great playing Tommy. And 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 if you have, has it, I don't know if it's still you know, FX is weird, dude. Cause uh oh, let me get to that. Let me sidebar my other thought, but finish talking about fresh. I think that apparently Tommy is one of I even when I saw it, I knew like that and um dope sick. I knew both those movies, both those limited series were gonna get a lot of Emmy attention and they did. They all got multiple nominations. But so Stan's great at it, but like he's you you just don't I, I remember when he and Lily got cast to play the parts and Pam and Tommy, I'm like, what? What? And then I see the see the first episode, I was like, all right, well, never mind. <laughs> it just shows you that you don't just by the casting alone, you can't just take it. Yeah, you can't take it for face value. You gotta let them get there and have a chance to do what they're gonna do. Performance wise, and they're both fucking great in it. And I know that the series gets a lot of slack because, you know, neither of the two people that are being showcased are involved with the production. But I thought it was, I mean, it's the right amount of satire, the right amount of funny, but it's tragic as fuck. And if you guys remember when I talked about this when it was first run, it's rough. It's a rough watch, man, because Pam was fucking put in a really shitty place. They got you got a reminder of what a dick Jay Leno is because they put that scene in there when she came on the show after uh, the the tape got released to the world. Yeah, sex tape, of course. Anyway, sure. There. Well, you know, in comedy, nothing's off limits. Apparently, anyway. <laughs> no, but if you, are you implying that Dave, Dave <laughs> Jay Leno's funny? No. That's okay. what I'm saying. You'd have yeah. to be you'd have to be comedic you'd have to be comedic for that to apply. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying he's not funny. No, he's not. And also his delivery was poor and also he's in, it was in poor taste. The last thing I want to say, man, is I just want to say happy birthday uh yesterday, Sunday, to uh Kathleen Coleman. So happy birthday, Kathleen Coleman. You, Marshall, Will, and Holly live on in our dreams, in our memories. <laughs> Hari. Hari. Get that shit was so racist. <laughs> you mean Chaka? Dude, it's so weird, man. But you don't know when you're when you're five, six, seven years old, you don't know. Dude, I didn't even know until you just said it that he was it's like I, I never even I don't see it's funny. I I barely remember Chaka. Like I know that Chuck is in it and there's a lot, but I, for me, like I always, I always, the first thing I think of when I think of Land of the Lost is Enoch, the talking yeah, but, stack from the, from the past, not the future. I have a question. How was his name Chaka, but the other ones were Ta and Saw. Why isn't it just Cha? <laughs> I don't know, man. It, uh, you know, <laughs> it's weird. There's, there's, there's giant, giant, well, it's, you know, it's the Crofts, dude. Come on. <laughs> we could ask, we could ask uh, which one, Sid? Sid still alive. We could email Sid and ask him where the names came from. Where those names? Where do those names come from, man? I don't know what his AOL account is. Oh, just <laughs> reach out to him on Instagram, account. dude. He's on Instagram. Oh, he's probably his grandkid doing it. No, it's him. I see him. Right. I see, I, he does all these live feeds where you're, you're kind of like, holy shit. Okay. God bless him. Uh, shit. Anyway, well, there's your Kickstarter for you. <laughs> there you go. That rambling fucking circus of a fucking show. Every uh, Monday is fucking, yeah, isn't every Monday this. just fucking a grab bag? Yes, it is a grab bag. And I, and I did it all without mentioning Oppenheimer being on Peacock. What? <laughs> I still don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, Cut that been, out. There's since Friday, I don't care. 
I dude, yeah. I have a 4K Blu-ray that they sent me, and I still haven't opened it. Yeah, I don't care. I, just, I can't do it. There's no reason to open I, I it. Can, You've already I can seen tell you why movie. I can't do it. Yeah, I've seen it. I went to the, I went and sat through a screening and fell asleep. Yeah. No thanks. Too long, too it, long for me. Yeah, I don't care. There was just too much of it that it didn't didn't need to be in the movie. No. Anyway, so if you want to follow us on the socials at Karate Pod on Twitter, Insta, and Letterbox, you can follow Corey on Letterboxes, Corey underscore Culp, and on it says Culpert ninety seven. If you want to support the show on Patreon, oh fuck, we didn't even talk about what came out last week. All right, we'll talk about it another time. Yeah, we'll do <laughs> it next up. week. We'll wrap because we'll have, we'll have our final movie this week of yeah. uh, of what the hell are you calling it? February buried. February buried. February. It's not a fruit. February. It's not a fruit. It's not a fruit, and it's not a derivative of Pinkberry. Anyway, oh, patreon.com slash credit If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roller Thirty Three on Instagram, or you can follow me at CK Dexter Haven at Letterboxd, <laughs> or you can follow me at the Real John Lad on Blue Sky. That's the Real John Lad on Blue Sky. CK Dexter Haven at Letterboxd and Rock and Roller Thirty Three on your Instagram.